Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. From dramatic drops from up high, to hilariously bad maneuvers that still left you with a bloody nose, some moves are just a pain in the ass to take. And these wrestlers would quite happily live the rest of their lives without being caught on the receiving end of them ever again. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers who hated taking wrestling moves. Number 10. Bret Hart thought the Doomsday device was stiff enough. The impact made by the Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors on tag team wrestling can still be felt today, with many talented units of the modern generation still opting to utilize the duo's dynamic finisher, or even a modified version of it in their own arsenals today. However, just because the Doomsday device went on to become an iconic match ender doesn't mean it was always a walk in the park to take. As Bret Hart famously noted during his 2006 WWE Hall of Fame induction, when recounting the tale of road warrior Animal and Hawk performing their signature move on Vince McMahon himself in a bar, the two were looking to take the boss's head off in the surreal setting, and their finish was bad enough as it was. The hitman would then clarify soon after, I mean, stiff enough anyway, clearly suggesting that he wasn't a fan of the pair's execution of the devastating weapon. Interestingly, Hart would famously draw inspiration from from the Legion of Doom when crafting the Heart Foundation's own iconic heart attack finisher, swapping Jim Neidhart holding their opponent in a bear hug instead of on his shoulders to ensure a safer but no less impressive landing. Number 9. Triple H Despised the People's Elbow The Rock and Triple H had perhaps one of the most underrated rivalries the Attitude Era had to offer over the course of the most successful era in wrestling history, and it's rather hilarious to note that the pair are still going out of their way to throw cheeky digs and fire shots at one another all these years later. Coming during a BBC Radio 1 appearance in 2017, the game recalled that the Great One's People's Elbow initially started out as something of a joke. In short, the move was Rock's attempt to make The Undertaker corpse and break character on the house show circuit. However, over time, a weapon which the Cerebral Assassin defined as the hokiest move ever would take on a life of its own. As Trips would reveal though, just because it looked ridiculous didn't necessarily mean you came away from it without a scratch. As Trips put it, he runs back and forth and then he comes up and drops an elbow on you. That looks like it barely touches you, except a lot of times the point of his elbow hits you right in the mouth. And you come up bleeding and you're like, how can you bust me open on that? How indeed. Number 8. Watching back one particular Hurricane Rana scares Kenny Omega A wrestler as seemingly fearless and insanely innovative as Kenny Omega doesn't strike you as someone who would harbor any fear towards performing or being on the receiving end of any move. But as the current AEW World Champion admitted himself a few years ago during an interview with a music blog, yeah, 
There was one bump during a match with old Golden Lover's pal Kota Ibushi back in 2012, which still gives him the shivers today. With the two men eventing a match in Budokan Arena, the cleaner felt they had to pull out all the stops to impress those in attendance. This included executing a top rope Hurricane Rana to the outside, which looked and sounded as painful as you'd expect it to. Describing the sensation he felt in the wake of the move, Omega confessed. You feel your insides bounce and hit the top of your ribcage. It was gross, and I would never ever do it again, seeing the footage scares me. If Kenny Omega thinks it's a bad idea, you better believe it's not worth doing again. Number 7, Drew McIntyre will never forget the hell of the cell. In the space of less than a year, Drew McIntyre has found himself thrown into the unforgiving Hell in a Cell environment on two separate occasions. For most performers, this isn't what your class is a desirable stat to possess. But for a star who is admittedly terrified of heights, you have to imagine it was a living nightmare for the Scott. But while going toe-to-toe with Bobby Lashley inside of a cage likely wasn't a fun day at the office this year, it was Drew's showdown with Randy Orton and more specifically a bump he took during October's version of the pay-per-view which left him with a more bitter taste in his mouth. McIntyre recalled his thought process to Fox Sports in the wake of his tumble, confessing, I hate heights. It's gonna hurt like hell. I'm one of the bigger guys aside from Foley that's come off the cell. I'm like six foot five, legitimately 270 pounds. That table's gonna hopefully break my fall. It didn't. It was the worst fall of my life. Luckily, the former champ wasn't required to take the dive again in 2021. Number 6. Steel chair shots are no joke. Just ask Kofi Kingston. John Cena once noted that being hit by a steel chair can be likened to a swarm of killer bees devouring your soul. So if that doesn't help you understand the sheer level of pain a wrestler feels when being walloped by this go-to weapon, perhaps Kofi Kingston's experience of very nearly bursting into tears on an episode of SmackDown will do the trick. The attack came during the 2019 gauntlet bout that saw Kingston having to overcome the likes of Rowan, The Bar, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and then WWE Champion Daniel Bryan. In Kofi's own words, I almost cried on television because Rowan hit me so hard in the back with a steel chair. For people who go, oh, those chairs, they're not real chairs, is they? Oh, they're real. The fact that this trauma took place halfway through the gauntlet and Kingston still soldiered on only makes us adore the star even more. Number 5. Kevin Owens still winces at the thought of hitting the ring apron. As revealed by a Twitter fan clearly having a ball reminiscing about the good old days of Steen, the now WWE man once took what can best be described as a Death Valley driver from the barricade onto the ring apron from Nigel McGuinness. But even that summary doesn't do the barbaric move justice. Owens himself admitted in a reply to the tweet, to this day, the most painful thing that ever happened to me during a match. Ever wonder why Owens is quick to pop up powerbomb rivals onto the apron but never finds himself in that sort of perilous situation? He evidently absolutely despises the hardest part of the ring. Number 4. Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't enjoy the Lion Tamer even at the veteran age of 50 years young, Chris Jericho can still be found cinching in one of the all-time great submission finishers over in the land of All Elite. But just because the walls of Jericho slash Lion Tamer has been an ever-present part of Le Champion's arsenal for the majority of his story career, doesn't mean absolutely everyone was in a rush to be bent in half for our entertainment. One rather notable legend in particular was fairly outspoken about the Demo God's chosen signature submission, claiming that the OG Lion Tamer was unnecessarily painful. Jericho admitted in his undisputed book that his rival fell into the unfortunate category of folks he struggled to safely apply his old move on. Y2J was told to keep his tamer to himself because Stone Cold said so. 
Number 3. Kurt Angle thinks the last ride sucks The dangers that can arise from taking a Tombstone Piledriver are fairly self-explanatory, but you may be surprised to hear that it was actually the last ride that struck more fear into the dead man's colleagues. Former Olympic gold medalist with a broken freaking neck, and wrestling legend Kurt Angle has happily admitted that the move that really concerned him when it came time to throw down with the Phenom was that very modified powerbomb. As Angle put it after being asked which finishing move he hated taking the most on his podcast, I mean, you talk about wanting to crap your pants when you hit the mat, it's a very forceful move. And he is 7 feet tall, so when he puts his hands up, you are 8 feet in the air before he powerbombs you for the last ride. When you put it that way, it's really no surprise Angle genuinely dreaded being sent for this dizzying ride. Number 2. AJ Styles isn't in a rush to take a powerbomb when talking to The Rap a few years ago, the then newly signed WWE talent confessed that while it can vary in terms of what move hurts more than others, if he had to choose the one that sucked the most, it would have to be a good old-fashioned powerbomb. Styles would admit, It's hard to say. Powerbombs aren't the most pleasant things to take. That obviously depends who's giving them. When you're taking it from a guy who's 7 foot tall, well, it is what it is. Fingers crossed almost doesn't incorporate a sit-down powerbomb into his toolkit before AJ's inevitable split from the giant. Number 1. The Undertaker wasn't a fan of a chop Few moves elicit the sort of immediate feedback that the sight of a sweetly timed chop does when executed to perfection in the squared circle. What you may not know about this trusty age-old wrestling tool, though, is that it's also the only move that ever left the terrifying Undertaker wishing he was anywhere else but inside of a wrestling ring. As many of his former colleagues have revealed over the years, Mark Calloway absolutely detested being chopped. Bully Ray has described feeling the wrath of the Phenom after letting rip an ill-advised backhand on him mid-match, and Ric Flair stated that Taker would only allow him three chops per match. Adding further weight to the chopping tails, Calloway himself confirmed his hate for the move on the bump last year. To summarize, you'd have to be a brave man to happily deliver a chop to an intimidating legend like the Dead Man, as many unfortunate souls found out over the course of a dominant 30-year career. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 